When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, Michigan fans? It's Clayton Safey here with TheWolverine.com. Here with five takeaways from Michigan's 45-7 to win over Nebraska in Lincoln on Saturday. We're back from Memorial Stadium back here in the great state of Michigan. Ready to talk more about this game. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like the video on there. Give us that thumbs up. If you are excited about Michigan's win, excited about the 5-0 and start, also hit the subscribe button on our channel. And as always, head to TheWolverine.com. For premium access right now, just $1 for your first month for first-time users. And also on this YouTube video, make sure to comment below your biggest takeaway from Michigan's 45-7 to victory. Without further ado, let's get right into it. Takeaway number one, it's kind of a broad one, but Michigan dominated in every facet. It was a nearly flawless performance, as Jim Harbaugh would say. Um, they start right off the bat with a 75-yard drive to set the tone and you know it's a fast start by the wolverines beautiful catch by roman wilson in the end zone we'll talk a little bit about roman wilson in just a little bit but michigan starts fast on offense michigan starts fast on defense the second snap for nebraska is a batted pass by Braden mcgregor picked off by 345 pounder kenneth grant the second defensive line interception for michigan on the season joining chris jenkins who had his against Bowling Green, but right off the bat, 14 to nothing, Michigan. Then they have a 21-0 lead early in the second quarter. Then they lead 28-0 at halftime. And then they go up 35-0, really the dagger, the, the final nail in the coffin, not that Nebraska was going to come back. But in the third quarter there, starting that one off fast, and then you go with the backups pretty much the rest of the way from the midway point in the third quarter on. And they dominate in every facet. Again, nearly flawless. A couple areas were flawless. No penalties. And keep this in mind. We talked about the backups. Michigan played 29 guys on defense, 32 guys on offense, some other guys obviously on special teams, and there were no penalties. There were no turnovers. There were no sacks allowed by the Michigan offense. They just had one negative play on offense. And really not many mistakes. There were misassignments here and there. There were pressures that were allowed. There were a couple missed tackles. But no glaring mistakes that really cost Michigan. Obviously, they had the big run late, 74-yard touchdown run Nebraska did that you know, was – and we'll talk about the defense's performance as well, but that avoided the shutout for Nebraska. They hadn't been shut out at home since 1968. They hadn't been shut out overall since 1996. But this was a balanced effort by the Michigan team. They had 10 different players catch a pass. Nine different players had a rush. Four threw a pass, three completed a pass, 20 had a tackle, and others contributed in, in many other ways, obviously blocking, tackling, two, two areas that Jim Harbaugh identified coming in because this was going to be such a test of, of physicality for Michigan, and they handled it with flying colors. Um, but a balanced effort and in just really one of the better games and most complete games Michigan has played under Jim Harbaugh. He said it ranks very, very high in that category. 
Takeaway number two, Michigan answered the bell against the number one rushing offense and the number one rushing defense in the country coming in. Obviously, a little bit hard to judge exactly what the stats mean when you're through four weeks of a season at that point, even through five weeks now as we sit here today when teams have played different levels of competition. And it's hard to judge after the year. But, you know, it's a small sample size right now. The competition is completely different from team to team throughout the country. Nebraska didn't play too many great teams. Colorado is solid, uh, but the rest of the way, Minnesota doesn't look very good. They played Northern Illinois, under 500 team, and Louisiana Tech, under 500. So a little bit inflated there. But watching Nebraska the first four weeks, bits and pieces of their games, it was pretty clear. The front seven was good and strong, and they could run the football. They were running the option with quarterback Heinrich Harburg. Uh, They had a couple running backs that were in there. And Michigan completely shut that down defensively. Uh, I thought the defensive line played about as good as good as they could have. The edge room was fantastic. Derek Moore with a sack. Braden McGregor with a sack. Josiah Stewart breaks out with a two-sack performance uh, after being a little bit quiet in the first four games. Jalen Harrell was getting held on a few plays. Should have got a couple calls there. Uh, but the defensive line is fantastic. And we talked about the batted ball from Braden McGregor, the interception from Kenneth Grant, maybe – the largest Michigan player to ever have an interception, something uh, probably should have done a better job of looking that up before we hit record here, but maybe we'll look that up in the coming days. Um, and you got to be happy for Kenneth Grant. Jim Harbaugh said they, they sang for he's a golly, uh, jolly good fellow in the locker room for Kenneth Grant afterwards. So you could tell that his teammates were extremely fired up about what he did in this game. But the defense overall, absolutely great. They get that turnover early but just not a ton going in. And again, to go back to the defensive line, think of the fourth and one Nebraska had deep in Michigan territory on one of their few drives where they really got something going. I like the play by, by Nebraska and Harburg, maybe not against this Michigan defense, but they're running kind of a Tim Tebow type of thing, a quarterback sneak from the shotgun. And you see the Michigan defense just stonewall Nebraska. They hold this Nebraska offense uh, to just 106 rushing yards. They were averaging over 200 a game. I believe, coming in. And then Heinrich Harburg did complete a few passes, a lot of short ones. They they did get a couple slants and in-breaking routes on Michigan. He's 14 to 25 for 199 yards. Um, And and Michigan had pressure. So just a great job of the defense. You look over on the offensive side of the ball, and we talked about the balance with the amount of guys that threw a pass, caught a pass, rushed the football, uh, 10 different offensive linemen play in this game. The second unit, I thought, looked really good and clean there. We saw a new starting five. Combination in there, Ladarius Henderson at left tackle, Carson Barnhart uh, sliding over from left to right tackle, and then Miles Hinton, who was questionable with an injury, did not play. He had started the previous four games at right tackle, but I thought the run blocking was much improved. Michigan breaks out in this game for a season high, 249 yards on the ground, three touchdowns, and run blocking good. A little bit of leakage in the pass protection from the left side, something they need to get cleaned up, but the run game was there and it was led by a three-headed monster in Blake Corum who the stats don't jump off the page 16 attempts 74 yards one touchdown Donovan Edwards was running harder he said that the coaches talked to him about being a little bit tentative earlier on in the season but he goes 14 attempts 48 yards again doesn't jump off the page but you look at the runs you look at the yards after contact he was over 20 yards after contact it was much better and then the a huge story in this game is Kalel Mullings and his five carries for 43 yards and a score. Kalel Mullings on his five carries, all of them came on either third or fourth down, and all of them went for either a first down or a touchdown. Uh, and 
his first rush of the game was on a third and one. Everybody crashes one way. He cuts it back to the left, breaks a couple arm tackles, and was off to the races. Kalel Mullings has really, really emerged here for Michigan early on in the season. Now they have more depth at running back, and now you can see a path for him down the road, whether that's later on this season or next year with another year of eligibility, where Kalel Mullings can really become something in this Michigan backfield. And you're going to lose Blake Corum after this year. You could lose Donovan Edwards. Uh, you could lose Kalel Mullings for all we know. But the chance to bring him back and seeing the improvement under Mike Hart is really encouraging for the Michigan backfield. Um, takeaway number three, let's move on to Roman Wilson. He has the absolutely ridiculous touchdown catch to cap off Michigan's first drive of the game. He has another touchdown on J.J. scrambling out to his left. It just looks like an absolutely effortless play by J.J., but you rewatch it the degree of difficulty where Roman streak in one way, he is so hard to cover on those scramble drills because of his change of direction, his quickness, his speed. And JJ finds him just kind of flips it as he's rolling away from his body and, and finds him in the back of the end zone for a touchdown. But Roman Wilson with eight touchdown catches now on the season, it's the most by a Michigan player in an entire season since Donovan Peoples Jones in 2018. And keep in mind, Roman Wilson has only played five games so far this year. There are many more coming, you would assume, for Roman Wilson and the Michigan pass game. But J.J. McCarthy, another guy whose stats didn't jump off the page. Again, he played two and a half quarters of football in this game. He was loving every second of cheering his teammates on after he came out. But he goes 12 of 16 for 156 yards, two passing touchdowns. And then really the pass game produced his other touchdown, which was a, a rush on, on a scramble as well. He had all sorts of time. The middle of the field opens up, and he gets it going. I think J.J. McCarthy and this Michigan offense are at their best when J.J. is using his legs, whether that's to extend plays or whether that's to pick up first downs, uh, scramble, or design run in the run game. Uh, it was just kind of a clinic in that way, just methodical and, and really dominant on a play-to-play -play basis for the Michigan offense. Again, one negative play on the entire day. They were moving that football each and every time and the offense produces four touchdowns on their five first-half possessions, and that really gave them some breathing room, silenced the crowd early, and did a great job. But Roman Wilson, you got to believe that he's one of the best receivers in the Big Ten and emerging as a guy who I think could be a top-100 pick come next April. Takeaway number four, go back to the defense with, with being so close to a shutout. They do allow a kind of a, a busted play there with a 74-yard touchdown run at the end. A lot of third, fourth stringers in there for the Wolverines. They're still striving for that, for a shutout, but it would have been an incredible feat to do so in Memorial Stadium. And, I mean, give this defense credit for what it did from that second play from scrimmage uh, defensively for the Wolverines, which was the bad to pass and interception by Kenneth Grant, to just about every play. I mean, there was no room to run on many of Nebraska's rush attempts. Harburg was under pressure as well. Again, the coverage could have been a little bit tighter, but um, you know, I, I just think overall this was a great, great performance by the Michigan defense. Nebraska goes three of ten on third down. We talked about the fourth down earlier, but they're one of three there. They also missed a field goal, but really two drives where they got anything going, and the rest of it was a dominant performance by the Michigan defense. And you got to give credit again to the edge room for what they did, as we talked about with some of those numbers earlier. Takeaway number five, and it's kind of another broad one, like how we started, but this was the elite performance that we were waiting for from this Michigan team. 
I think we've talked about it after multiple games here where it's like, okay, this area was good, but maybe that one wasn't as good. The next week, well, that other area was very good, but you know they were lacking in, in this way. Well, this was a complete game. This was a game where Michigan showed that championship gear. This was a game where Michigan showed that it is worthy of its number two ranking, where at the end against much tougher teams, it is going to be hard to stop. I know Nebraska is not the litmus test. Nebraska is potentially one of the weaker Big Ten opponents Michigan will play this year. But Nebraska was a great, great location for Michigan to kind of have its coming out party for the year. We saw it two years ago in Madison. Then we saw it the next week at Nebraska where Michigan comes in and, and, you know, is in a dogfight and they win that game by three points. And just think of even with that, that season being a championship season for Michigan, how far the program has come to the point where, as we talked about, I mean, just about everybody who traveled for this game is able to play. They show off their depth, their high-end talent, uh, and, and their discipline in this game in what was a tough environment for just a little while until they silenced that crowd. Uh, but the program has come so far. And then the coming out party last year against Iowa, the coming out party kind of mid-October against Penn State as well. This seems to be that type of performance, a statement for Michigan early on in the Big Ten season. So Wolverines, a 45-7 to winner over Nebraska. Make sure to follow along here on our YouTube channel. Make sure to head to thewolverine.com. Get all of our premium access or premium content. Get your access to our message board and all of our plus content over at thewolverine.com. New members, their first month is just $1. And we'll see everybody next time. Uh, Michigan on the road again this week against Minnesota.